Blog Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to another episode of The Roman Show. It's the week of August 8th. On this episode, we welcome FIP's Chase Brown, who has a very personal message and challenge to a UFC champion. This plus much more on The Roman Show, which starts right now. Step down to the get down. All right, whenever you're ready. You're ready. Five seconds to the open. Aquarius, watch that little gimbal. We don't want you coming off in the Booster. Go. Retro. Go. Lido. Go. Fly. Guidance. Surgeon. Go. Glide. Go. We're going. Glide. GNC. We're going. Down here. Go. Control. Go. 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 FAO. We are going. Network. Go. Recovery. Go. Capcom. We're going. Glide. Launch control. This is Houston. We are going to launch. The Roman Show. With your host, Rodolfo Roman. Okay, everyone, welcome to another episode here on The Roman Show. I'm your host, Rodolfo Roman, on the other end. My co host, the dashing one, George Alonzo. George, let's start off the show here real quickly. What do you got in this email? How have the emails been? Uh, the emails have been pretty good, actually, uh, lately. Uh, let's see if I could bring one up here, here real quick. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, this this uh, email comes from uh, Caroline out in Maryland. She uh, she says, "Dear hot one, oh, that's a new one. Dear hot one, does the car make the man love Caroline?" Well, Caroline, let me just say this. Of course the car makes the man, because you know what they say, the bigger the car, the bigger the joy. Anyway, that's all I got to say. Uh, that's all I got to say about that. You know, luckily for me, I drive an SUV, so what does that say about me? Anyway, so Caroline, yes, if now if you're driving a, a dating a guy with a nice little, you know, little Honda Accord or a little Civic, you know, back from 1995, then I feel bad for you. But just know that he'll never be as dashing as me. Thank you. How about you drive a punch buggy? Man, even worse. Might as well call yourself a baby. Well, you know where I'm going at with this. All right, it's time to get serious here. Uh, I want to invite everyone this week, Saturday night, to the FIU Biscayne Bay campus. That's my alma mater, and I actually went to that school, that same campus, the Florida International University. I will be in um, ring announcing for Real Cage Fighting. Uh, Real Cage Fighting, as you know, they've had several events down here in Florida. They are the longest uh, reigning amateur promotion to host events. And they're back. That's this Saturday at 7 p.m. You want to check out Rendeers.com for tickets or follow us on Instagram. We have all of the, all of the information on Instagram. That's uh, Roman Show Media. Check that out. Follow us to find out details. That's this Saturday for real cage fighting. Come watch out some of the great amateurs of mixed martial arts. I'll be calling in the ring, uh, the ring announcing this Saturday night. Come out, hang out. We'll grab uh, a drink or two. So come on out, FIU Biscayne Bay campus, and enjoy a great night of fights this Saturday night. And one also let you know that Titan FC 41 will take place in Coral Gables on September 9th. So make sure you mark that on your calendars. 
I'll be out there as well ring announcing on UFC Fight Pass. So make sure you keep that and uh, mark it down your calendar. With that being said, we're going to head on and uh, just head straight to MMA Showdown. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners all around the world, welcome to The Showdown. All right, George. MMA Showdown, Yair Rodriguez, who recently fought on the UFC Fight Night 92 against Alex Caceres. Alex Caceres is from South Florida. He is now training with Greg Jackson. But Yair Rodriguez is just a phenomenal fighter. He comes out of Mexico. And in his recent, in his recent fights, the guy just looks literally of a guy, that, of a cartoon character and an arcade. And in this fight, which was his longest fight out of his career, which went five rounds against Alex, Yair Rodriguez's style is just absolutely incredible. This guy is making ninja kicks and kickboxing kicks, Muay Thai kicks. It's just amazing the way that this guy fights. Of course, he's a little too infant in his UFC career, although he is already undefeated at five, five fights. And he's fought Alex Caceres, who's a well-known fighter. He's had a lot of... Um, Experience inside the octagon. He's no walk in the park. However, Yair Rodriguez is one guy you want to keep your, your eye on. Of course, right now the king in that division is Conor McGregor and Jose Aldo, who is the interim featherweight champion. But make sure you, get, you guys keep a close eye on Yair Rodriguez because this guy is going to give you a bang for your buck when it comes to entertainment. Yair Rodriguez definitely stepping it up inside the octagon. The first Mexican to ever headline a UFC fight card. So kudos to that. If you saw that fight, we want to hear your opinion. What is your take on Yair Rodriguez's performance against Alex Caceres at UFC Fight Night 92? Make sure you uh, send us an email, info at theromanshow.com. Send us a tweet, at the Roman Show. Send us a message on Facebook, Roman Show Media, that you can follow us or like us there. Or... You can go ahead and give us a call. 786-942-9424. That's the same place that you can leave a message to George. And George will go ahead and give you a little response here on the show. George, CM Punk, as you know, is going to finally make his Octagon debut in September. And the UFC is releasing a documentary. Ironically enough, it's airing on FS1 on a Monday night, George. They follow the steps of CM Punk how he made the transition from professional wrestling to MMA. What do you think people can expect from this? And how ironic it is that they're airing it on Monday night, when Monday Night Raw is on. Now, you, you, you know, when, when you tell me this about, you know, the whole CM Punk airing on Monday, uh, it, it, I kind of feel like it's, it's kind of like a stab, uh, you know, towards the WWE, meaning his former employer. You know, I wonder who, 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 you know, who's behind that entire thing at the same time. You know, it, it kind of makes you think, you know, saying, hey, is Dana White being behind the, 
you know, the airing of CM Punk's documentary? Or was it Punk saying that I want to have it on Monday, you know, to overshadow my, uh, you know, my, my former employer? But I'm going to say one thing. If it's Punk's idea to try to overshadow his former employer, I will say this. He has one hell of a competition because it's not just, you know, a, a, a one guy that he's trying to overcome or overshadow. It's an entire show. It's an entire lineup of three hours. Okay? Now, don't get me wrong. There could be a lot of, you know, good tidbits, a lot of good uh, snips, you know, in the CM Punk documentary. Uh, we've never seen the documentary made like this before. So it, it could end up being interesting, but is it enough to beat, you know, his former employer? I don't think so. Well, they're going to need a lot of help because Monday Night Raw just actually suffered one of the lowest ratings on a non-holiday day. Uh, so maybe CM Punk's documentary does have a chance after all, George. It could be, could be. But, but here's, here's the thing, Mr. Roman. The, the thing is, is that, like, you're looking at a guy like CM Punk who is not just going to you know, get the attention of a lot of MMA fans because the MMA fans want to see his butt handed to him. But at the same time, you're also going to get that nice ratio of professional wrestling fans who are going to tune in just to watch CM Punk and see what he's going to say. Because this is something that a lot of people have been anticipating. So, and I'm talking about anticipating his, you know, debut in the Octagon. Now, are they doing like a perfect build-up? Yes, they are. You know, now at, at the same time, are people expecting a, a, <laughs> a death penalty in that Octagon? At the same time, yes. So, time will tell, but I still have to say, you know, CM Punk has a lot on his plate if he's going to try to beat the ratings of WWE Raw. Absolutely. Well... Also, uh, switching gears now, Titan FC's Sabah Homasi, who has been in a role in the promotion, is now being thump, bumped up to the UFC. He's filling in uh, in a fight against Tim Means at UFC 102. That's on August when uh, your boy Conor McGregor takes on Nate Diaz. So congratulations to Sabah Homasi, who fights out of American Top Team in Coconut Creek. The man was also on The Ultimate Fighter, and he's making that jump from Titan FC to the UFC, which goes to tell you anyone that is in Titan FC has a real high possibility of one day stepping inside the octagon. Speaking of Conor McGregor, George, and we're going to talk a little bit more about it in Reality Check when we talk to pro, about pro wrestling, but Conor McGregor says he feels very confident when he gets to the ground if Nate Diaz takes it there on UFC 202. I have to tell you, I beg to differ with Conor McGregor. I don't think he has a chance against Nate Diaz in this rematch. I think he's going to get choked out again. I don't care how confident. I don't. I don't care how confident he feels. This guy's going to get choked out again. Well, here's the thing. I'm not saying that you're going to be wrong, Mr. Roman. I'm not saying that. And please, like for the fans that are tuning in, don't take it as as it. But remember one thing, Mr. Roman, if there's one thing that we both know about Conor McGregor is that if he has revenge on his mind, he goes out there and he kicks ass, okay? And to be honest with you, yes, you're, you're completely right. Diaz has one of the hardest heads. He, ha he has a great stand-up game. He has a great submission game. He has a great ground and pound. You know, this is by far one of the hardest fights ever in McGregor's career. But because he has revenge on the mind, I'm just saying we might see 
like a whole different fight coming out of this one. And please, whatever McGregor does, please don't do a Mike Tyson, uh, you know, <laughs> Evander Holyfield too. You know, I don't want to see a clinch and then find out that Connor is biting Diaz's ear. <laughs> that's, um, that's all I'm gonna say on that. I, I don't think uh, Conor McGregor is uh, that much of a, of a of a dummy to do so. I mean, he's a smart man. He knows exactly what to do. But speaking about Conor McGregor, Joe, uh, George, and, and this is going to lead us into reality check and also to our interview with Chase Brown, who will be competing at FIP this weekend uh, on Friday, actually. You can catch it on WWNLive.com or you can go yourself at the Altamonte Springs, Florida. Conor McGregor in a, um, a press conference, uh, actually it was a phone conference with the media, went and stated a comment that really, really got the entire professional wrestling community pissed off, to say the least. He went on and said that he'll slap the head off the entire WWE roster. So, basically, he said that anyone out there in the world of professional wrestling, he can just kick their ass. So, everyone from Roman Reigns to Chris Jericho to Sasha Banks, to Chase Brown, who you're going to hear from now, have and Taz as well, have gone on social media and basically hammered Conor McGregor. Chris Jericho even said, hey, you know what, I, uh, uh, and I, don't, don't take me word for word, but he went on Twitter stating that, you know, at least my fights are not fixed. So, he really got the entire MMA community pissed off, and Taz, Taz himself said, there's no chance in hell that Conor McGregor uh, can beat anyone in a WWE or any professional wrestling locker for that matter. There's at least two or three guys in that locker room who could kick Conor McGregor's ass. Everybody's pissed off about this, George. Okay. Everyone. Stop you mid-sentence there because I know we're leading into you know a reality check with the subject. And by the way, uh, for the fans tuning in, if by far if I get disconnected for any reason, it is because yes, you know my 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 signal gets cut off, and I do apologize. I wasted all my time on the phone today with all the ladies asking me for for advice. So please. Stand by in case that does happen, okay? And I apologize to you, Mr. Roman, but, you know, ladies come first, especially now that you're being tied down, okay? <laughs> so, but basically, um, you know, let, let me go into that subject of the Conor McGregor. Yes, Conor McGregor said a little bit more that he could chew because now he has an entire locker room looking at him saying, if you even had a chance to make a special appearance on one of our programs, he's going to walk in there and he's going to get a lot of faces looking at him. But here's the thing. Conor McGregor did what he's most famous for, and that is making sure that the media is on him, that the promoting is on him, that everything is on him. And let me tell you something, Mr. Roman. You got um, this pay-per-view coming up, 202, with McGregor DS2 coming up. And what are people thinking about now? They're thinking about McGregor bashing the WWE locker room. It's not about the pay-per-view. It's about the bashing. And one has to think, George, maybe this is a work. You know, Conor McGregor's just being the heel. Imagine Conor McGregor one day stepping inside a, a, a WWE ring, maybe at a, at a WrestleMania. 
I, I never, I, I would never decline that. But here's the thing, Mr. Roman. Conor McGregor does what he does best, and that is put assets, pardon my language, uh, I, this is on me, but he's putting asses in seats, okay? Because now with Conor McGregor speaking his opinion on the WWE locker room, now people are saying, who are these people that he's talking about? You know, as far as MMA fans, because remember, some MMA fans don't like professional wrestling. They think it's fake. Hence why, you know, uh, a lot of people, like, literally booed Brock Lesnar when he first came into the octagon. But a lot of people booed him. So, but now, Conor McGregor just promoted the WWE. And now Conor McGregor has more media hype, more, you know, attention, more everything, because now everyone's going to say, what if Conor McGregor, just like what you're doing now, what if Conor McGregor entered the WWE ring? So this is perfect. I love it. You know, I'm, I'm not... I don't respect what Conor McGregor said about the athletes because I come from the professional wrestling world. But do I love what he just did? Yes, because he just did what he's good at, and that is marketing. And my God, if you could only get that guy in front of a WWE microphone and let him spit, it would be great. Well, let's hear from Chase Brown, who's really ticked off about Conor McGregor's comment. And actually challenged him to the mat he actually called him out and chase brown actually will be in uh, in action on february 12th part of the fip event as i mentioned and you can check that out on wwnlive.com so let's go ahead and listen to chase brown former uh, roh uh, competitor and uh, who has been on several other promotions marlin's fans you don't have to wait for the 2017 All-Star Game at Marlins Park to catch All-Star Fever. Awesome this year. Every Saturday is an All-Star Saturday. I like it. Every Saturday home game will feature a bobblehead giveaway of your favorite Marlins All-Stars in franchise history. Charles Johnson, Jeff Conine, Mike Lowell, Al Leiter, Dontrell Willis, and many more. I do love those guys. Go to Marlins.com today and secure your tickets for All-Star Saturday. Bobbleheads will be available while supplies last. All right, everyone, thanks so much again for joining us here on the, on the Roman Show. On August 12th, make sure you mark it on your calendars, whether you're in Florida or wherever the heck you are, because you can catch this thing online. It's Full Impact Pro Wrestling Heat Stroke 2016. It takes place August 12th at Altamonte Springs, Florida at 7.30 p.m., 8.30 Magnolia Drive is the address at East Monte Civic Center. But if you're not in Florida... Well, you're nowhere near, no worries. You can check it out on WWNLive.com. And right now on the line, we have Chase Braun, who will be on that card. Thanks so much for uh, joining us here today. Hey, you're welcome, man. Anytime. Awesome, Chase. Well, you're going to be facing off against uh, Arrow Cooter coming up on August 12th. What, what can you tell us about this match? How can you, uh, what can folks anticipate this coming uh, well, Saturday? Well, actually, uh, I was just uh, I was having a, a, a promo edited and uh, I'm going to be putting out later tonight. But uh, essentially this, I've never liked the cut of Earl Cooter's jib, okay? Um, The first time I met Earl Cooter, I was actually, uh, I just suffered an injury. Uh, I tore my pec in uh, 2014, uh, working out with uh, now, uh, you're very familiar with him, uh, Impact uh, Wrestling's uh, Caleb Conley. We were working out, and I suffered this injury, and then so I couldn't... uh, wrestle my matches that weekend, so I went with uh, Caleb, 
around the uh, the Dodavian Live uh, family, and uh, I just saw this this guy Earl Cooter. Uh, I saw him perform for FTW, and I, I saw him uh, directing some of his students to uh, set up the ring, and you know, just something about this guy uh, is always always got under my skin uh, and th- just i don't know you know how they say you can have love at first sight well with uh with earl cooter it was more like fiery rage at first sight and i've had this burning desire to to just annihilate earl cooter since the first moment i laid eyes on him so uh, this is a dream come true for me to get to square off against earl cooter at heat stroke and believe me, there's going to be a lot of heat, and uh, Earl Cooter's going to feel it. Well, I could definitely tell by uh, by your voice here and your words, and obviously they got a spectacular uh, match card here on uh, FIP. Now, tell me a little bit about yourself, and how did you get started in pro wrestling? Well, it's been a long, uh, harrowing journey. Uh, <laughs> I started in 2003. I was trained originally by a chase and then uh i took a detour for a while and uh, trained some mma and and uh, uh shoot wrestling with uh john strickland of the billy wicks foundation where i learned uh, some catches catch can wrestling uh, and then i also uh when i went back to pro wrestling uh, i got to uh train with manny fernandez and since then uh, i've had a, a litany of uh uh you know different trainers and seminars that i've attended uh you know and uh I've sort of been all over the all over the country at this point, uh, trying to uh, hone my craft and uh, you know uh, further my career. Well, so you started off with it, but do you still do the MMA as well? I don't. I don't really, uh, uh, you know, do MMA. I, I do uh, still, you know, work on my submission grappling and, and uh, what have you. My catch catch can. Uh, uh, I can, in fact, ride any man. So you you train the but not, now out of the whole MMA aspect, so you you train a little bit more of the of the ground game now. Right. Yeah. I focus on my catch catch can wrestling because uh, that allows me to ride any man straight to hell. <laughs> you know, it's interesting you say that because now wrestlers are are really getting in tune with MMA. One thing that just comes up to mind in NXT, they uh, they hired uh, Seth Petrozelli, who was a former MMA fighter who doesn't currently right. hasn't fought yet, and they say how important in MMA you can use the tactics, the techniques into pro wrestling because of that hand, hand and eye coordination. Now, how, how does that work? Can you explain that to me? How 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 important it is, or how beneficial it is for a pro wrestler? Well, you know, honestly, uh, you know, the catch is catch can wrestling, and, uh, and you know, and, and that I did some Muay Thai as well, but the uh, the uh, catch is catch can is really my strong suit, and. Uh, that, uh, you know, applies, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but, uh, you know, what you call a, a Kimura, uh, mm-hmm. and what the Jiu-Jitsu guys call a Kimura, uh, I call a double wrist lock, and is actually a catch wrestling hold, and, uh, you know, uh, Kimura, it's named Kimura after Kimura, who lost to a, a catch wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, if, if, I, if I might have that. Uh, flubbed. Somebody, somebody will correct me on that if I'm wrong. But uh, you know, ca- catch wrestling is uh, you know is an old art form, and and catch wrestling, you know, you know with uh, you know with Gotch and uh, and uh, in the original MMA that started up in Japan. Uh, I think that pro wrestling, uh, you know, 
uh, has a lot to offer. As we see now, I mean, Brock Lesnar just proved that pro wrestling is the dominant fighting form on earth. Did he not just come back after two years and beat one of the best fighters in the world? Uh, pro wrestling, actually, I think that MMA guys are going to have a harder time translating to pro wrestling than pro wrestlers would have translating to MMA. Hmm. And, it, it, you know, you're absolutely yeah. You also got Barnett, who's a catch wrestler. He also wrestled in Japan. Uh, right, right. Aoki, who was well known for him and Muhammad Ali, actually, they they, they are pretty much the guys that said they, they brought in the MMA uh, to life and gave it that attention. But Aoki, he's another catch wrestler, Japanese, very well known in the WWE Hall right. of Fame. So you're rightfully so. Now, I'd like to get your opinion because you just mentioned Brock Lesnar and you mentioned MMA. I'm not sure if you're, if you're aware, but Conor McGregor, the UFC featherweight champion, pretty much took a stab at pro wrestling. He said that he could take on the entire WWE roster. Of course, not just for the WWE roster, but he basically took a shot at the entire pro wrestling um, sport. How, how do you feel about that, a guy just trying out the, the, the pro wrestlers, basically call them, calling them punks or softies? Well, you know, well, I'll just say this much about Conor McGregor. I'm a man who's going to get in the car early Friday morning. I'm going to I'm going to drive for 10 to 12 hours. I'm going to get out of my car, walk in to this building in Altamont Springs, live on iPay-Per-View, and I'm going to kick Earl Cooter's ass, okay? After driving all day, and I do this, all the time, I don't sleep, I drive, I eat what I can on the road, and those are the conditions that pro wrestlers compete under. Now, I don't think Conor McGregor, with his spoiled, you know, upbringing and all the privileges he has, and his one fight or every six months or so, has any idea. I don't think he has any idea. Well, as Taz said on Twitter, that not only in WWE locker room, but in any wrestling locker room, there are two or three guys, at least, who could hospitalize Mr. McGregor. So if Mr. McGregor wants to talk about pro wrestling, I would invite him anytime to come to come to my gym with John Strickland in Greenville, South Carolina. He can fly his plane in. He can stay in a hotel the night before. He can get all rested up, eat all his fancy food, and do whatever he wants. And then we can see who's tough on the mat. That's an open challenge there by Chase Brown. And one thing I like about pro wrestling... Anytime. Yeah, and you know what I like about it? Everybody sticks together, and that's... Uh, and that is just rightfully so. I, I think these guys like Conor McGregor should have a respect for pro wrestlers because they do go through a lot. I mean, I mean, let me ask you this. Is, is Conor McGregor a man? Is he a man? He's not. He's, he's talking. He's not uh, being as active with his hand All as he is with his mouth. All I'm saying is if he's a man and I can ride any man, then I can ride Conor McGregor. Well, thank you so Simple much. Simple logic, really. Yes, sir, Chase. Again, uh, well, I'm, I'm looking forward to your match on August 12th at Heastroke 2016. You got an open challenge for Conor McGregor, but I, first, I, I think uh, Errol Cooter has a lot for him uh, waiting for him on August 12th this Friday. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take care of Cooter, and then we're gonna take care of McGregor if you know if he uh, you know has what it takes to step up to the plate. 
Yes, sir. Well, Chase, thank you so very much for your time. I appreciate it. Good luck. On August 12th, once again, Full Impact Pro Wrestling presents Heatstroke 2016. August 12th is Friday at East Monte Civic Center, 830 Magnolia Drive at Altamonte Springs, Florida, 730 p.m. If you can't make it, watch it at WWNlive.com. Thanks so much, Chase. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you so right. much. And now, it's time to give you a reality check. All right, everyone, welcome again to the Roman Show. There you have it. Chase Brown laying down the smackdown on Conor McGregor, who has bashed WWE professional wrestlers in general, and they are not liking it, George, as, uh, as yep. you can see. People are just pissed off about this. Well, again, yes, people can be pissed all they want, but you have to look at it in two ways. Uh, you know, it, like, Ric Flair, I think it has to be the funniest tweet I've ever read in the, throughout the entire tweets, uh, saying that, you know, Conor McGregor borrowed Ric Flair's gimmick. Yeah. That, I, to me, that's the funniest, you know, tweet uh, throughout all of them. But here's the thing, again, they could be upset all they want. That's on the personal level, okay? And they have every right to be, okay? I'm not saying that, don't be pissed, guys, don't be pissed. They have, a, they have every reason to be pissed because they, he is insulting their livelihood. It's like, you know, Roman Reigns insulting the MMA world. You just don't see it, okay? Because he respects the people. So I, I understand where these WWE guys are coming from. But then you have to see it in a professional light, uh, light and say, hey, this guy just promoted the hell out of us. Because now all these MMA fans are t- tuning into our program and saying, who are we? Who's Roman Reigns? Who's Ric Flair? Who's Chris Jericho? Who's Sasha Banks? Who's Taz? Who's this? All that is coming not because of their names, but because Conor McGregor. And he, d- look, again, the Conor McGregor, Jose Aldo fight became very, very famous because of why? Because Conor McGregor was talking smack about Jose Aldo, okay, from day one. And then everyone jumped on that bandwagon, everyone. They're like, oh my God, we need to see Aldo versus McGregor. We need to see Aldo versus McGregor. Now the same fans, the same, whether you're MMA, WWE, or both, are now saying, we want to see McGregor in a WWE ring. So, again, both parties win. Yeah, absolutely right. It definitely gets attention on both ends. George, I want to plug this out here. Athlon Rub, an all-natural sport rub, brings a martial arts, time-tested tie to all serious athletes. Made in the United States from an FDA and GMP certified facility, athletes will now have a trusted source and steady supply for Thai oil to aid in their warm-up training and recovery. Warm better, train harder, recover faster. That's AthlonRub.com. I personally use AthlonRub, uh, and let me tell you, I feel great before and after my training. George, moving forward, rumor has it, or speculation has it, that Finn Balor might be the one to walk out of SummerSlam with this new title of the Universal title. Uh, at SummerSlam, Finn Balor, again, speculation, he might defeat Ro- uh, Seth Rollins. Do you think it's a possibility? And it's, I can see it happening. Well, it is a new era. 
You know, it, it is a new era going into the WWE, you know, and what better way to start it off? And, you know, Seth Rollins is one of those guys as a team player. You know, yes, he, he has a huge ego to some, but he's always been a team player. He's always been a businessman, and he knows what needs to be done to move forward in the business. You know, not saying that he's never going to win the universal title down the line. Maybe he will, but soon, but I feel like if Finn Balor did win the title, something is behind that and something that we don't see yet. Remember, Finn is in the same brand as the club. I'm just saying. <laughs> and on top of that, and on top of that, we might see the demon also at SummerSlam. And from what I hear also, there's rumors already circulating that in January at the Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar is going to be challenging for the Universal title. So what can we see? I, personally, I'm just saying this right now. I know it's an overkill, but I would love to see Finn versus Brock. Ooh, boy, that'd be awesome. Or maybe... uh. Kevin Owens and Brock? Maybe. Because you never because that's another guy. Kevin Owens apparently there's rumors circulating that soon he's going to be, be he's going to be put uh, be put into the main event picture. Hey, perfect storyline. Remember, when Finn first came into NXT, Finn took the NXT title from Kevin Owens. What could a gras would be if Kevin Owens now takes the universal title from Finn? I agree. Very, very much so. Very interesting. Well, one guy, George, that's uh, that's without a job right now, it's Ryback. Uh, he's literally without a job because WWE finally released him. He is now a free agent. George, where can this guy possibly go? I know he's been training some mixed martial arts, but where can he go? Do you think he stays in professional wrestling or possibly tries uh, an MMA uh, like a like all these other guys have tried? But at the same well, time, he's not going to get a, a UFC contract like CM Punk. Well, here's the thing. With Ryback, he's already been signed, I believe it's in September or October, to appear at a company known as Russell Pro. And as a matter of fact, he's already uh, renamed himself for the independence. He's now being known as the big guy, formerly known as Ryback. Remember when Goldust used to be going under the artist formerly known as Goldust? <laughs> yeah. Now it's the big guy, formerly known as Ryback. <laughs> so, so try to say that twice. Fast. Yeah, but but Goldust did the artist formerly known as Goldust because of Prince, because Prince used the whole the artist formerly known as Prince. That was more of a gimmick. Well, but here's the thing. That's where where Ryback is going with this. But Ryback also is uh, apparently he's writing a motivational book, and on the same time he's uh, making he's apparently making a feed me more clothing line and on top of that he's also doing a nutritional supplement so they, listen right back whether he's in wrestling or he's in MMA he hasn't made for himself <laughs> whether you like it or not he has it made for himself he's in good pages and like he said in a tweet he doesn't need the ring in order to survive and that's what he meant when, like I'm saying, with the motivational book and etc. Hmm. All right. Well, we'll see where Ryback ends up landing next uh, in his future. That pretty much wraps it up here on the Roman Show. Make sure you head out to youtube.com forward slash Roman 201. We got some great interviews. One right there with my man George Alonzo interviewing Martin Stone, a uh, great indie wrestler who, who you have seen the on NXT. Yeah, he's out there. Check that interview out on youtube.com forward slash rromano201 along with the other 
bunch of interviews that we got. Make sure you visit our website, theromanshow.com, and we'll catch you right here next week on The Roman Show. Brian Nobbs is going to be on our program, one half of the Nasty Boys, who will be talking about wrestling, the, the rest, Legends of Wrestling at Marlins Park. Make sure you get your tickets right now. Brooker T, The Warlord, The Nasty Boys, uh, Booty the Barber, VK is going to be there. Uh, Booker T, I mentioned him. So that's at Marlins Park, August 27th. Make sure you get your tickets right now. And the cool thing about it is, with the purchase of your ticket, George, you get to see the Marlins, you get to meet the wrestlers, and you get a lucha mask. I, I wonder what he, uh, I, now that you're talking about Brian Nobbs, I wonder what he has to say about, you know, good old uh, Conor McGregor. Well, we'll get to the bottom line of this, and we'll, we'll go ahead and air that interview next week. But I'm really looking forward to the Lucha Mask. I'm serious. What, do you want to be a Lucha Dragon now? Yeah, they get the whole Marlins Lucha Libre Mask. Pretty cool. Well, here's the thing. I don't need a Lucha Libre Mask because why would I want to cover my dashing looks? With that being said, we'll catch you next week on The Roman Show. If you haven't been on, you haven't been heard.